0: Welcome everybody to the Authentic Self Show on the Nautilus Cafe podcast where you will hear more than one perspective on facing the world authentically. In life we face obstacles and scenarios that challenge us to question should I stay or should I go? Is there ever a moment when we really know or is it a test to know when our happiness is determined by the actions taken to the next level? Join us in today's episode as we converse on when to leave. Are we ready for today's topic?
1: Are we? Are, Are we? we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you got going on over there, Hector, with your energy and everything? I'm, I love that. I was like, I
1: don't know about that. i trying things. to get my fucking shit together. Um, no, I just feel like I, I hate the word busy, because when you're busy, you're doing nothing. And I feel busy, and I don't like that.
0: Ooh. <laughs> it's funny you say that because i hate that word myself like i don't like you. Know, oh, like and I just, it just sounds like it's an excuse to say what yeah. you're doing
1: yeah yeah
0: so you can always substitute it for like i'm working or and it doesn't have to be working on work or anything like that it could be simply like oh i'm growing i'm enhancing
1: I'm occupied. And,
2: yes.
0: yes and i think it's like the substitution words you gotta find to Take away those negative words that we connect negativity to, or not negativity, but like you know, it's like mm, I don't want it to mean that.
2: And so today we're we're doing when to let go. Yeah. Yes. When, like,
0: uh, signs to know when to leave. Uh, oh, signs. Yeah, like when to know when to go, like know when to leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I know with you and Hector. <laughs> it's like a similar thing. And with me, it's also with personal as well, because like it could be for my problem, um I feel like when it has been always a significant other, um I pick up on the science. I'm so loyal in everything, friendship, work, love, you know, I'm so loyal because I'm worried about if I leave, I gonna be okay or this and that when that really isn't your. Path, you know it's not up to you to worry about everybody's happiness you gotta worry about your happiness your what you're bringing to your table like don't forget about you and if there is nothing that's not enhancing you uh, encouraging you helping you grow it's like then why am i here and that and that's everywhere universal friendship love and work career you know for me i have a bad with career for sure Uh, like work and sometimes it's been with with love too but I've I've learned to let go easily um I think it's because of the love I have for myself so it's like if it's not nurturing me in a way and it's and it's attacking me when I know it has nothing to do with me it's obviously something that that person is dealing with in themselves. um I can't help you you know or and you sure as hell can help me so you're over here trying to belittle me and and put me to this level that I don't know nothing about because I'm not down at that level <clears throat> if we're talking about levels, but it's like, I'm not even there. So why are you trying to put me down there with you to understand what you're going through? I don't understand that chaos. I under- I barely can understand my own chaos and I'm good with it. I'm made peace with my chaos because I have a chaotic mind and I'm cool with it because I know, you know, oh, there goes that chaos. That- she crazy. You know, I know, I know who I am and and there's a lot of people who are struggling with who they are. I think people battle with where they belong in this world versus where they belong in their world. And it's like once you make peace with that, no one can disturb that. So when someone's trying to shake that rumble, that's like, ooh, mm, time to remove this out of my formula because is it working? You know, And that's how, I guess with me, how I know when something's just not um, working or it's 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 not uh give and receive and even with work it's like that tiresome the moment you can have like all the energy in the world the moment you walk into those doors it's all of a sudden everything's taken from you your energy is gone your whole positivity your whole vibe like oh, i'm feeling good and all of a sudden you're walking it's like when do i clock out you know those are signs you (laughs) you know it's like when to leave? <laughs> right. It's like a, another two hours. Ugh, come on, come yeah. on, come on. Can I take another fifteen minute break? Thanks. It's yeah. gonna be a more than fifteen.
2: <laughs> Going to the bathroom three times an hour, like possibly. right,
0: and just you know sitting there getting on your phone doodling. And it's like do do do. Well, are you? Oh, oh, they're calling me. I guess I better get up. Let's go. <laughs> and
1: I think that's when like like to me that's when I realized I'm not serving I'm being a disservice right and if I'm not serving I'm not passionate and if I'm being a disservice I'm unhappy so at the end of it it's not even about the work environment it's about the choice that I make me to remain there to stay there you know but I feel like that's also like my last experience with this organization I was working at like it, it was like you don't need to go back and visit the past to see if it's changed to see if you can move on because there's plenty of fruition that you could tap into and share your gifts at, you know. Yes. Like the the job that I have right now, like I love walking into work. You know, the energy is just like people. The people that are working there are there to serve the community right. at whole, right. and you feel that and when there is tension in regards to protocol mm-hmm. documentation like everyone understands that these services cannot be provided unless we cross all our we cross all our t's and we dot all our i's and yeah that part of the job sucks but we have to think of our passion to be able to meet those standards to get the money in to continue to provide services And that's what a lot of these organizations that are LGBT based, and I'm going to straight up fucking say it. No fucking filters here. I'm talking about Phoenix. Let's hear it. All right. You know, don't understand. It's like, stop trying to make yourself a star. Stop trying to prove to the community who you are. Mm -hmm. Go out there and fucking serve, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, fucking serve, show up, because there's people in the LGBTQ community that need, support services that as a matter of fact, there's programs in the community being funded (laughs) and the services are not being utilized. Yeah. So figure it out. Like if you need to go see a therapist, you could do your job better, go see a therapist and take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, because there's going to be people that walk into these organizations full of passion and desire to help the community and are just going to fucking walk away because no one is willing to go and meet, the client where they're at and provide the services. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me like when I see that in a work environment, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to behavioral health, like I'm out. I don't have time to waste in trying to make an organization understand what they should have understood because they've been in services for over 20 years.
0: Oof, yeah.
1: You, you know you what guys, I mean? Not I don't gonna get it. that. Yeah. You know, I don't have time for people that are in their drama because you know what if you're placed in that position, it's because you're strong enough to go out there and support people. And you mm-hmm. have to do what you tell these people, take care of yourself, you know, take mm-hmm. care of your mind, take care of your spirit, yeah. you know, and that's one thing that I just really love about the place that I'm at right now. Like I feel empowered to go to work, you know, that's I feel be. empowered to be able to be kind to people who have had a very, very challenging time mentally and are doing everything they can to move past the depression, to move past the anxiety, to move past any trauma that they've been through. And they know that they're loved and they're supported and they're encouraged because the people showing up for them are sharing their gifts, whether it's a bingo game, whether it's a dance off, whether it's a meditation class, whether it's a nutrition class, everyone is showing up and doing their part. And, and I think that's, that to me is something that allows me to stay in, in an organization when it comes to work.
0: Yeah.
1: In our relationships, we'll talk about that in the bit. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and for me. I feel like I got stuck in a, a mindset of like not necessarily not realizing when I should when I should be leaving, but putting the importance of acceptance above everything. And that really bank from starting um, my career like when I began my transition versus now and just like the different organizations that I've worked for through then I've I realized how in the beginning versus now it was me just accepting the fact that they're accepting me in this building like I'm being content with that versus now like <clears throat> so I'm not with the bank anymore uh, I'm actually starting with a new mortgage company because they are they're more in line to what i want to do like i love my time with the bank and it opened me up to mortgage but the the company i switched over to they're specifically loans so they're they're not like a bank who handles personal accounts and they're Mm -hmm. they're, they're specifically mortgages and loans and that's that's really what i'm into now and it's loss mitigation so everything that they talked about like it, it really just intrigued me from the very beginning and for me it was like it they pretty much matched the environment that I was already at this, so this is why I'm like super excited for it for Monday but in the in the process of like transitioning over I had like a week where I, I didn't have to work so it's just like oh okay and I'm a really just anti-person like I don't like to just sit idle so me being me it's just like I'm just keep filling out applications because i want something to do to keep myself busy so it's just like i ended up getting another job and it was just the dynamic in the company because i went literally two days and in two days i knew that i couldn't progress here like this environment wasn't meant for me and it's not that The company had a bad reputation. It's a newer company. Like they've only been around since 2017. So they're still like in their startup phase. So they're really trying to grow. And like, that's good and all, but I have to recognize like how that growth, how that new growth isn't going to cover me now. Like it may benefit me in the future when they get to where they're trying to be, but it's not necessarily going to benefit me now. And I recognized it in just like the orientation process, how they were explaining... The perks for working for this company and I'm like I'm realizing like they're really trying to hit the things that people are here for they're really trying to highlight like, the perks of being here but it's like when I realize that what they're talking about isn't what I'm here for and it's not really benefiting me I felt like I was on the outside looking in and one of the big things they were talking about like they, they would not let go is their benefits they were talking about how the fact that they pay for benefits so you get free coverage like if you have spouses or family like they cover them at 50 percent, but you don't have to pay like your benefit cost out of your month like out of your your bi-weekly pay so you're yeah. not going to see that deduction on your paycheck and everybody's like what yeah. seriously you guys do that that's the a- first thing out of my mouth is so the benefits the plans that you guys pick through united healthcare do you know if they're all inclusive or is it basically like you guys worked out a contract with them and they're like, we'll pay you X amount of dollars for these policies so our employees can have it. And it's kind of just a get what we can offer kind of deal. And it was just like, well, yeah, we don't really get to pick wh- what they cover. It's just like those are the policies that were selected and that's what we're paying for. So I'm like, so what if those policies don't cover me or my spouse? Mm-hmm. How is that a benefit to me? How is having my benefits paid for a benefit to me if they don't cover what I would actually need? And nobody could really give me a solid answer. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, I can get government assistance. Like, I can get fucking access and mercy care and all that good stuff, still not have to pay for benefits, still get coverage and know that I'm taken care of. So mm-hmm. it was like, it it, 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 this is baffling to me to see how it's like, it made me feel like focus on what this hand is doing. So you don't really see what this hand is doing because except exactly. like, you're telling us all the right things and why it's so amazing to work here. But for me, I'm, I, all I can see is like, what's lacking? And that was like a, a real red flag for me. And it was just like, now at this point in my life, I know that one, it's a privilege. Like I feel like everything in my life is a privilege for me as a trans woman of color, because I know like a lot of luxury that I have, not a lot of people have. So to know that- I I could literally leave a job, like resign on the spot, give them their badge, let them know like, hey, you don't have to worry about giving me my equipment because the equipment they gave me was broken anyway. So I couldn't really get into, I was like, you don't have to worry about me like that. Like, go ahead, send me the check for the PRs that I was here. Like, I appreciate the opportunity. I feel like, were you guys right now as a business, it's not a good fit for me because you can't benefit me as much as I could benefit you as an employee. Mm. Oh. Love I'm that. Have, I'm so to love go. that. Like I'm gonna have to go, and it was just like, it wasn't like, like oh my god, what I'm gonna do? Oh my god, I'm just like, because oh. it's like in reality, the job that I wanted, I with my Monday, so I'm okay. It was just like I've been looking for things that mean more as far as like my life and my soul versus my pocket, like. Wanting something that's remote, so I can stay at home, just because it 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 saves us money, not having to spend so much on gas or going it's like tell me like that. versus it being like, damn, like I really need to make sure I'm making a set dollar amount to make sure we're okay, or like I was telling you, waiting for my fucking taxes to come in like even though it has to come via mail because of uh, like just the identity thing with going through the whole process like it, it, it can be flagged as identity theft, like when you switch it so the fact that I'm waiting for a check to come by mail but it's still okay because I've never seen that much money in right. my pocket like in my pocket I've, I've owed more than that on plenty of things but never that much has been mine and just like we're talking to you Nacho, show about how trying to make up so make up so you're back in the green it's just like you're right. That's, it the fact that the norm for us and especially the minorities of our community of the LGBT community, it's like being in the negative is a norm. Mm-hmm. Like for me, <clears throat> I'm negative hundred and fifty dollars versus being negative three hundred dollars this time around. I did good right. because right. <laughs> right. at the right. end of the day, I, I'm, my whole, I'm still I know the hole is gonna be there, but I, I can fluctuate how deep that hole is versus like the fact that the hole is there is it's never even a thing like before i started with bank of america I, I didn't know what it was to not have a negative bank account right even if my account was at a few dollars oh, wait, like, i could have two dollars in my account but my account like I've, I've never knew what it was to not have a negative account so thinking about it now and like especially like the last conversation we had about energy awareness it was so crazy because yesterday i ended up having like the same kind of conversation I had with my dad with my baby sister and it made me realize like I wasn't even aware of how I impacted her like I'm Mm. sitting here thinking we have such a good relationship like I still check in with her on social media just to to get on her live streaming and she see me on there and she just tell me how she has a bone to pick with me how she's been so upset and I'm like wait what the fuck did I do and then to sit here and have the conversation and realize like you know what you're right it's I never stopped to think how, what I was doing to everyone else, like how my transition was affecting my family, how distancing myself was affecting everyone. Like, I didn't include you in what I was going through. And it really hurt her because that that, that by far is my favorite person. Like my baby sister is my favorite person in the world. And to know that we have through so much, like as children, we struggled a lot. And, and when I really started, my transition is where we drifted because I distanced myself. Like being out in Arizona, being by myself, I distanced myself. So to hear that and know like, dang, I'm, I really have to be more mindful of my energy. Like it, it literally brings <laughs> everything that we were just talking about in our last episode because I'm affecting other people's energy and I'm not even realizing it, thinking I'm, I'm doing what's best for me. And in doing so and in isolating and, and not even just because I isolated, but not having the communication of why I'm going through these steps, it's like, it's really impacting other people. So now having this conversation with her, it makes me realize like, I need to to walk away from the mindset of I'm separate from my family. I'm separate from the people that are are close to me and anyway, away from the, the mindset of, because I have this physical distance it justifies the lack of communication Mm -hmm. and I like I love the fact that these two topics that we're doing like went back to back because it ties into so many things because like I said to have just this awareness of the value in my energy when it comes to a professional setting to know that I could like I I can go and be fine and I'm still going to be okay tomorrow but then also have to really stop and realize like on the flip side of that in my personal life kind of have that same level of energy it, 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 like it, it's hitting people differently depending on where they fall at in my life so understanding the value of it professionally but also understanding the importance of including the people who want and need to be around me personally is probably one of the, the bigger things that i'm working on right now because like i said. It, for so long and for so many, like, just interactions in the beginning, oh. they just, it was just, like, energy awareness, like, it, I, you accept me, so whatever this pool looked like, whatever the dark clouds come look like, whatever negative energy is, like, I'm accepted, my my mindset was, like, I'm accepted in this space, so I'm not going to sit here and try and rock the boat too much, because it's, it's not common like that. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, ooh, that was a good mouthful that you said, too. I'm not, <clears throat> not to get off topic, but you touched on a very uh part that you said, which is your sibling, because it's like, I think um, parents think differently than our siblings do, and I can't speak of all siblings, but there is either, if you have a, a lot of siblings, there's, there's that, but then you have that one sibling if you're like, because like me, I'm, it's only me and my little brother, and I remember even just coming out and my mom found out, she was like, don't you dare tell your brother, because you know, on the mindset that they don't understand something, they're thinking that you can catch it, (laughs) you know, at the time before the way she is now, it's completely different. But at the beginning, you know, she's like, don't tell your brother, because I thought it was like something that could be passed on. And like what you did distancing yourself, I kind of did that with, you know, trying to involve myself with more of my friends who were accepting of it. And me and my brother became very distant and uh last year he blew up at me. and um just one little trigger took it and um we had our words and then I shared with him what was told to me and I was like this is why I had I was dealing with my own um battles and and in my heart I knew that no matter what like maybe if anyone had known already would have been you I know you were young but I feel like just you being my little brother and looking up to me, I had that responsibility to be perfect for you. But so that's why I disappeared because I didn't know who I was. I'm discovering myself, and um, at the end, I ended up hurting him. And so when we had our um, our words, you know, just letting him know what I was going through and and what he was going through, he was like, I would have never thought that was like I felt that, but. Just to put our mother's mind at content, I dissed myself because I was like, well, then who do I tell? I'm going through something here, you know, and it's not like I'm going to tell the whole world, you know, I'm not going to go running to church. and am like, hey, I'm gay. <laughs> oh, you know, the one you got, I'm going to hell, you know, <laughs> so it's like it, w- it was that whole little battle. But, you know, we hugged it out, cried it out. And um, it was just an interesting conversation that needed to be had for years on. But um, we're at a better place, and it's just good to know. I'm like, don't hold that inside. Just let it go and talk to me. But we're, it's it's interesting who you're affecting. You know who may be looking up to you. The ones that we probably not even think like, oh, they're good. You know who care. You know, but mm-hmm. in reality, it's like you know I look up to you, and the fact that you went away and hurt me and then what might not a comeback but just a reminder of both of us is like we're human we're not perfect our parents are not perfect no one in this world is perfect so I'm grateful that you look up to me but do realize that I'm going to fall sometimes and sometimes I'm just trying to understand myself and understand why I fell and then get back up just to know that that's going to happen with me that's going to help you understand that's going to happen to you and it's okay. You just got to get back up and keep going. Forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up and don't be bitter. Just move. Namaste. Uh (laughs) Namasko.
1: No, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think as I've shared before, I, I don't have a close relationship with my family. Um, But I think what's helped me kind of in energy awareness, right, is almost it's it's forgiveness for me was a big part. Right. Because it's like to me, there's certain things I had to come to peace with their decision without holding on to the pain. Right. Because I feel like that's kind of what's given me that gave me that freedom when it came back to my family. I mean, yeah, there's days you know, where I miss my parents, you know, I miss my family, I miss not listening to my brother's laughter or his voice or, you know, I'm human, but there's a part of me that it just is plain and simple. It just, it moved on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think I understand, I've come to understand through life that we are the, the cause of our own suffering individually. Um, and we are also our own healers. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we have the opportunity to make amends, to polish ourselves through those amends with others, that's a beautiful part of being human and embracing what could be called negative as a life experience, a positive to grow versus to hold on to that pain, Mm -hmm. whether it's moving on in a friendship continuing growing from that, uh, a, a, a job, whatever it may be, it's it could relate to anything, or even letting go of those friendships, relationships that are just not, they, they serve their purpose. And that's the energy that it served. And remember the good energy, the positivity that came out of that. And remember the negativity as something that helped me grow and evolve versus something that I'm going to be holding on to and saying, they don't love me. They don't, you know, they do love me. They do love me, but because I understand my energy, I understand that their energy resonates in a different way and that's their way of living. And we are one with the entire world, but we are also one with ourselves. And because of that oneness, I'm able to understand that in spirit, we're one in human life. We have a different journey. And that's super cool. I love the way you put that.
2: I love the way yeah. you put that. I, and I feel like like I totally I, I agree. I like I love how you put it because that for me I feel like is it's what I would I focus on because when I do those things like I when I, I focus on how my energy fits in a space now versus like oh I like how their cafeteria is stocked, and it's always full. I like how they're offering bonuses, and they have a unlimited overtime. It's just like I—I really want to see, like, how do I fit in this space? Not only with the people who are also joining the space, but the people who are already here. Like, I want to see, like, what's the, what is it like, and can I vibe? Like, can my energy vibrate well here? And I feel like when I I. I recognize that it doesn't Thing that for me comes a struggle is explaining that and expressing that to other people because I feel like people think differently when it comes to like a professional setting and it's just like oh well everybody would want a job like everybody wants to be successful like these are things that you should just want and so to say like I don't. I don't think I fit here because, like, I know my energy doesn't vibrate well here in this space. I feel like it, the reaction sometimes it would be from a place of of not understanding. So they're more or less like, "Okay, I don't know what that means. But if, you're, if you don't want a job, you don't want a job. I'm not going to force you to be here. It's a right to work state. So you you just told me you don't want a job. So bye." And it's like. And that reaction for me is just like, thank you. Because that that's the reaction that I needed to, to mm-hmm. confirm how I was feeling. Yeah. Because if, if it wasn't an open and invite, like if the space was there, if that vibration was meant to be like, I wouldn't have met that immediate resistance. It would have been like, hey, let's explore, let's, let's, let's figure out what's going on because it may be hey you know what it may just not be vibrating in this particular direction like there's so many different avenues and pathways but to hit that resistance it it lets me know it's like okay and then immediately from there once I'm gone I go into this kind of like self-reflective state where I don't want to spiral because it's like okay this is what I just did Uh Okay, like I'm not going to overreact, nor am I gonna let the people around me overreact because I know doing this doesn't just affect me, it affects other people. But I am like mindful enough in myself and my energy and in like one with myself enough to know that I can find where I fit. It's not for me to fit wherever I can it's for me to find where I fit Uh and having that shift like really focusing on that now especially in my professional life I feel like it's going to root out so many negative stressors because I feel like I, I end up carrying things from other aspects of my life and I direct them at the wrong people and I, I take the energy out the wrong way and especially when, when not having the outlet of volleyball to like physically expel that negative energy it's like I I realize like I need to be at peace and balance in all the lanes of my life so it it for me I have to immediately go like I said into that self-reflective state and kind of just call myself like it is okay that you did this. It is okay that you feel this is what you need. It is okay to walk away from this because this does not determine your story. This is a moment in time. Like you literally can see tomorrow. You can't see five years from now. This is a moment in time. And as long as I realize like this this doesn't define me, it allows me to continue to move forward. Right. Because it- I feel like if I get stuck on like, oh my God, I really just did that. Like, I just did that freaking, I got my last paycheck a week ago, I already paid bills, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta start working again soon because the money that's coming in, it's gonna land right on time. So I have to talk to people about, hey, I mean, be like a week behind, but I'm gonna cover. And it's just like, if I start getting into that mentality of the effect, it's like, this is what's gonna be the effect of this cause of me taking this action. It's like, it makes me like, did I do the right thing? Am I sure? Like, And and I don't wanna be off balance with myself. Like I, I feel like as long as I remind myself that this is the decision that I need for me, even though the big picture wise, it may not stand out, but it's more of like an internal balance to know that I myself am centered and my energy is balanced. So I'm living a healthy life, like, then wherever I end up professionally is going to I need it to yield mm-hmm. and I'm going to go where I'm going to go in life no matter what I love that
1: yeah I love how I, I I share I share that with you like I feel like I think I've gained enough confidence in facing and I don't want to be egocentrical about it right because we're always growing but I think, let me reword this, in the way that I've learned to face fears. And fears to me have become almost a catalyst for me to move on. So when I feel that stagnant energy, I'm like, okay, what is this? It's inside of me, what's going on? And identify it, but then not necessarily panic, and make these crazy decisions because I've made some of those decisions based on, okay, I'm just gonna jump and go for it. Um, and it's helped, but there's times also where I've had to like be with that energy, see what the foundation of that energy is, and then make my decision from there. It's like, okay, why am I not, what's the why of me not feeling happy in the situation? Because I know who I am, I know what I'm passionate for. And I'm supposed to be in a place in which I get to share my passion and something that's a gift to me to share with the world around me. So what in me is is keeping that stagnant energy? And I think to me, what I realize is like, if I'm not able to fully show up and do the job that I'm supposed to do, then it, it's it's stagnant for me. So what is causing that stagnant energy OK, well, my position was care navigation. The team in front of me, if they're not doing their job, I'm not getting to serve the community the way I'm supposed to be serving the community through my job description. So what can I do? My solution mind, because I'm solution-oriented, says, and I'm a team player, all right, I have experience in outreach. I know the community. <laughs> I know the streets of this town. Um, So how can I help the outreach team to get me work? Because I don't have any work right now. So how can we work together as a program? Now that energy is seen as is not welcomed, right? So I stay there. I do my best to like, okay, how can I approach this? I want to help. But it's not welcome because another individual's ego is in the way of receiving that help. Of course. Because of the thought of him being outshined. In my mind, it's like, dude, I'm not trying to outshine you. I'm trying to enhance you (laughs) so you could, you know, get in the flow and I could get in the flow and this program could grow and it could benefit the community at all. So, all right. You take these protocols, get HR involved, try to reason with the manager of the program, which he's probably in a worse situation because obviously the program is not working. Um, So At one point, I think in the process of like having this month of administrative paid leave, I focused on other things, focused on my energy and recharging myself and realizing that I have a lot to contribute um, and to value myself, reevaluate things, value myself, and go back and see if things maybe changed. They didn't. So then I made a decision and maybe I took a long time this time to leave this organization. However, I realized because of that, now I don't have to do that. When I know something is off, something is off and Hector could just walk away with no problem. Because just like, as you mentioned, everything is taken care of. And it to me, it's like it's, it's happened before when I step into that fear of letting go of something of moving on the other is already there and it's not always going to be what i thought it is it's something completely different so i think what that's helped me realize over the last couple of years even you know this last year which was a year of like really becoming self aware for a lot of us is that there's going to be times where I have to focus on the solutions that are going to get me out of a situation that I'm not comfortable in, or it's not necessarily for my greatest good. Because it's okay to be uncomfortable. Being comfortable is not always a good thing. Um, so, learning to understand the difference, yeah. and then taking the steps to be able to move on. And this goes like I'm literally just bunching everything up right now when I when I talk about this in regards to work in regards to personal goals that i have in regards to things that i'm working i want to produce and i'm producing if this comes down into friendships this comes down to to uh relationships or romance right like not looking at the negatives oh. seeing the things that aren't working instead of seeing them as negative seeing okay this is an opportunity for me to either move on be honest with myself be honest with the people that i love and i care about because they're in my life for a reason not because they're dysfunctional or we don't work out doesn't mean that we're not friends and love each other we just got to evolve from what we're going through right now so it's really helped me to to gain more energy awareness in regards to the choices and the decisions that I'm making and how long I want to stay in a situation that's either making me uncomfortable in the sense that I'm growing with it or making me stagnant which is not uncomfortable Funky, feeling funky and stagnant is not uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is like, oh my fucking God, I gotta get get on this Zoom call no matter what because I know it's gonna help my team that I'm recording this podcast with and it's gonna help the community. Like like I have a bigger purpose than my anxiety. So like to me, that's, that's the thing. You have to be aware of your energy. You have to have that awareness and know what you're willing to do. Like stagnant energy is not, it's not good. It doesn't feel uncomfortable comfortable it feels stagnant it feels gross uncomfortableness to me is one it, it's again a, a place in which i'm growing and evolving and i'm willing to be uncomfortable in a job because i know that's gross yeah but i'm not willing to be funky and i'm not yeah. willing to feel drained yeah like if i walk out of work feeling like i just want to die no then it's not for me you know if i walk out of work knowing that it was an uncomfortable day maybe in some areas but there are people like, felt inspired, people got ahead, then I feel good. I feel happy, and I'm on to my next mission. So, I have no problem walking away from organizations that aren't doing their own personal healing work for themselves as an organization, or that the, the, the people working for these organizations are not taking their mental health and their well being in priority. You Hmm. can't help anyone if you don't put your own fucking mask on first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's just plain flat out with so much love, not to single any organization out here in Phoenix, but just from my personal experience and working LGBT organizations here in the Valley. You know what I mean? Like there's organizations out there doing amazing things. Like to me, I'm right now, I'm working with a bunch of hetero people. And I feel so comfortable working there because I own who I am. I'm not afraid to be gay. I'm not afraid to be queer. Hey, I'm the cool queer guy working there, learning new things, learning new concepts. And maybe one day that'll be accepted in the gay community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many things that the community could be benefiting from. But I have to let go of that and not invest my energy where it's not welcome and focus my energy where it is, because that's where I'm growing and I'm evolving. And the universe has something bigger than me, even than things that I can't even imagine. And I don't need to fucking worry about the future. I just have to worry about showing up now. Yeah. To me, that's the best way to, to move on. To me, that's the best way to let go. Like be present now, do what you have to do now.
0: Hey, you had said <laughs> um, some key things that stood out to me that also it encouraged me to also think others because sometimes <clears throat> you said being comfortable. There's two different comfortables, you know, because I have that mindset as well. Being, com- being comfortable, I'm not moving. I'm not doing too much. I'm settling. But in the same sense, it's, it's okay to be comfortable where you are, where you know you see growth. You, you, you do see yeah. enhancement. You see encouragement. Things are happening.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: okay to get comfortable with that. And then the same thing with the two sides of uncomfortable. Me, my mind says, as long as you're being uncomfortable, you're consistently growing. But there also is that other uncomfortable. If you're in an environment that's making you feel unappreciative, questioning yourself, feel like you are in a competition 24-7. To me, that's not the mindset. I feel like that's where a lot of organizations, teams, friendships, relationships all across the board fails. Because instead of being in competition with each other, Together. you should be in competition with yourself beat mm-hmm. what you were yesterday we need to be in competition with ourselves not each other i'm not trying to be in competition with you hector i'm not trying to be in competition with you Amari. Right? but mm-hmm. i want to be in competition of what we did yesterday let's beat that let's go better it's okay to be better than you were yesterday not each other but you were like what are you battling like energy check you know when you're coming into your organization it's cool if they had, you know, energy check at the door, like, hey, how you doing? Let's go talk and making sure everybody not aware of your business, but aware yeah. of that uplift, uplift him because he walked in with this. He's down. Me and him talked I'm the manager. I talked to him. We did a little energy check. He still don't want to talk about it. And that's OK. It's all right. But just uplifting like, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? Hey, you looking good these little compliments go a long way and it's appreciative when he leaves that day or she leaves that day, go home like, I feel appreciated at my place. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a company like, oh, what's he wearing? That ain't cute. Yeah, it's funny we poke around with your fr- our friends like that, you know, but we also yeah. gotta be aware. We gotta be aware who who's watching and where we're at. We gotta be aware of our surroundings at all time, which is crazy, but it's, we do have to be. And sometimes it's okay not to be aware of your surroundings because we are human like you said we're spiritually one but humanly individual you know like we we're all working walking a different path from each other and that's something that we all need to be appreciative and encourage keep going so that's just uh that was, you, you hit on it i'm like oh that uncomfortable like i i never i think about it but not enough you know it's like because i'm always launching onto one side then versus on grasping both sides of comfortable and uncomfortable you know, it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I got to go, you know, or is that enhancing me to grow? Is it enhancing me to think other than what I am? Not uh, encouraging me to think beyond what I'm thinking of right now. Let me, you know, say that differently um, versus just like complacent, you know, and sure. and it, it, I see it all everywhere. Everyone's in competition with each other versus working together to be better. I
1: think, it, it, yeah, it's yeah, It's it's seen a lot. Mm-hmm. I think in, in many ways it's seen in relationships, mm-hmm. you know, like they're in competition with each other. It's yeah. like, love each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, you know, at, in, in work environments. Um, and, and here's the thing, like when a company embraces healthy competition, I like that. it's fun. It's a game. You know what I mean? Yes. I worked for an organization here and I'm not going to say names uh, focused on um the Latin population years ago. And um, they have a program which is focused on LGBTQ um, individuals, uh, case management services. And I mean the organization is a great organization. And one thing that the organization incorporated was this, I forgot what the game what exactly was was they were they were trying to bring um up their numbers in production better services, so they they created a game for like each program of the organization to compete with different programs and see their productivity and when they're entering their billing and there was rewards and 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 it, it made the environment fun. I think my team we picked superheroes. I was I was Shira, of course, you know, <laughs> um, but it, it was fun because then. You have the organization with different programs, you know, doing this healthy competition, and then you have the teams, you know, competing with other programs in a healthy way. And then you have team members in a way, not necessarily competing with each other, but holding each other accountable, like superheroes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and helping the community even more, bringing those numbers up, collaborating together, you know, the therapist, the case manager, the outreach worker, you know, it's a team of people helping someone. You know, that was beautiful and powerful. You know, but then you have the other example where here you have a peer navigator, a care navigator working with an individual who has severe mental health issues, who is literally on the verge of the edge and is coming in for help. And there's only one person that's really showing up for this person. When there's a whole team that can be working together to help this person oh, I'm too burned out. Well, let's not get burned out. Let's work together because this case is intense. And we and one person can't help this person. Yeah. And yeah, when the the other four people that should be helping are not showing up. Yeah, it's very overwhelming for one person. So how can these organizations break that? You know, encourage your employees to encourage self-care, encourage, you know, more flexible hours and encourage, you know, be more mindful of who you're hiring encourage mental health you know what i mean um so there's there's so many things that like i i i got out of this whole situation that i was in when it came down to work you know what i mean and yeah (laughs) i just had like a i was like
0: "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh
1: but you know it's yeah yeah,
0: that's it for now I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh I like how um how we're sharing really how um when to leave and when to stay in our environments because that's really yeah. what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um because environments is, you know, it's not just one thing. It's really being aware it, are we serving it and and is what we're serving being appreciative and is it working? <laughs> you know? because it's easy to get caught up with competition and it's so easy and, and it's crazy. Yeah. That exists in relationships. I have seen it. <laughs> it's keeping your partner down, but then you're not partners in.
1: It's because terrible. Together. Yeah. I have partners, It doesn't feel good.
0: doesn't. And it's like, why are you belittling me? I am your biggest fan, your biggest support, your biggest friend. And yet you want to keep me down here. And, and then make fun of it. Like, yeah. how is that? How is that service? Like, honey, I'm, us?
1: Just, I'm not right. going to become an artist with you. I've already done that. Yeah. Like, yeah, No. Like, oh, gosh, that's terrible. I've been in a situation. <laughs> I, you know, once I love someone, I love them forever. But I've learned to like, you know what? I'm going to love you from afar. Because you don't know how much it took leg. for me to lift myself up today mm-hmm. for you to give me a negative comment about who I am. You know, like, and you know about it because you like, know like, it just deflates me. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that walk, like, that's stagnant energy. That's not uncomfortable. Like, uncomfortable to me is like, all right, we have these financial goals, we're going to meet them. Okay. We talk about our personalities. I'm not really okay with it. Well, I'm not necessarily, I don't want to change this, but I want to learn your language. That's uncomfortable in a relationship, but I'm willing to learn your language and understand it and apologize when I step out of that integrity with myself and you. That's uncomfortable, healthy uncomfortableness. Stagnant energy is like, you know, jealousy, envy, Mm You know, that you, you you dress yourself all cute to go somewhere to dinner and then because there's jealousy, he tells you how terrible you look and you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, if I have to remind myself that this vessel is holding a sexy beast walking out this door because you just try to dim me, then honey, I have no business being with you. You know what I mean? Because I know who I am. Like, don't, yeah, and it's, it's so sad to see that, you know, or... Uh, just jealousy in general, like when I see people fighting with jealousy, like why that's not love, guys. That is yeah. not love, yeah. And I know what to say because I've been single for a long time, but <laughs> because I know that I don't like jealousy, like I'm not willing to do it, yeah. And and, yeah.
0: and that comes with not only not you know being single for long, but you've observed it, you see what it does. So uh, it's like I don't need to get sticky in that, okay. I'm <laughs> seeing what's it doing with y'all, okay. So help <laughs> me out. I'm gonna stand over here eating my popcorn. Like, ooh, woo. that's jealousy again. I knew that was going to happen, y'all. I knew. That, I see this show all the time. They just get different actors, mm-hmm. and look, yeah. they're gonna
1: do it to each other. They're gonna do it to each other. <laughs> here, they go. here they go. Okay. And it's like, guys, really, what started the fight? What started the fight? Someone looked at you. So why? Right, like, right. like if I had a hot, sexy boyfriend and they look at him, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's with me, and he's a flirt. That's mm-hmm. his personality. Who cares? I know who yeah. he's with, you yeah. know? yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter, like,
0: ugh. And you just see it a lot, though. It, it's pretty, it's yeah. sad, you know? And yeah. those are signs to get out. But mm-hmm. if those are people who are just lonely and they like the situation, well, then they are a product of the result. You know, if, yeah. if that's what you like, then why are you complaining? Leave. And this, but different in the sheets. OK. <laughs> It's like, what is so good,
1: though. I make it clear, baby. In bed, depending what I'm in the mood for, <laughs> you can, like, take control. <laughs> Outside that door, you try to cross me, I will fucking backhand you energetically. I don't even have to move a finger. But you will feel that in the deepest parts of your soul. Like, I don't do that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, uh-uh, do not... <laughs> Try to control me, especially in public.
0: Oh, that's embarrassing, and that happens all the time. i like,
1: look that will pierce through your eyes into Okay. Your <laughs> and when we get home, whew, <laughs> I'm oh gonna lose God. my
2: shit on you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, let's talk about experience. Okay, Amari, right, got up. I'm gonna ask you when you get back, girl. Um, what has been I know you say you've been single for a long time, but I know you've been in relationships. What has been one of the personal things, and it doesn't have to be personal, personal, but if you want to go there, but what has been one of the personal things that has been one of the first flag signs that you've seen where you know it's time to go in a relationship?
1: So I'll be super honest with you. I have been single for a long time, or considered myself single. When I'm dating someone, that's I don't yeah, consider myself in a relationship. Thank
0: you, thank live. you for saying that, because some people I, get confused. I, I'm just know, saying,
1: I'm dating and I have extra feelings for you. And I, you know, even if even if we go into boyfriend phase, like it, like like it's still it's like like I'm not like a fairy tale kind of person. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm more like the evil witch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the question again because I told went okay. So in relationships, I think what I've learned in dating and, and I've honestly, probably for the last three years, because um, even when I was in the middle of this like relationship, which it was a relationship, mm-hmm. I made the, the, the length that I took to get out of it, it, it made it a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. even though I, I was always single and all that stuff, yeah. I stayed long. That was, I gained so much from that because there's a lot of love that I've had to focus on to heal that relationship of the pain that it caused me and also in return, the pain that I caused him. Mm. That's the relationship that taught me that once you see someone as a narcissist, you are officially a narcissist yourself. And that is the moment when you have to either realize you're going to continue to be a narcissist with each other and probably end up killing each other, or you're going to remove yourself from the situation based on the love that brought you together, because you love him so much and you love yourself even more that you don't want to continue that toxic path. And that was one of the hardest things for me to break. Um, And like, literally, like it just like, like it just came up right now. Um. So when when it came to that, that was a very challenging, again, when I say toxic, I'm not saying he was toxic or that I was toxic, we were both. Uh Whether he's aware of it or not, whether he'll ever admit it or not, I'm not in his head, I'm not him. I would wish for him to understand it from what he has shown to me. I don't think he has, or he's too proud to admit it. Um, And I've let that go but we were both making ourselves toxic and creating toxicity together. And when you're doing that, you're building a toxic home, Mm -hmm. a toxic temple. Mm -hmm. You're not building an empire. You're building a dumpster of toxicity. Mm -hmm. And I learned that I don't need to go through that because I love someone. And because we do have amazing moments. If that toxicity that we're creating together is a lot bigger than what is enhancing us, then we get enhanced and then boom, more trash, Boom, more trash. So I had to learn to like, all right, I'm going to love you from afar. I'm going to bless your journey, bless your path. I love you and I forgive you. And I remember what didn't work. And maybe one day things will be different. In other like small situations, um, I've gone on some amazing dates with, I don't think I've had a bad date since I started dating again. And I think what really made it for me is that I'm self-aware in regards to who I am and I know what's going to work and I know what's not going to work. And I know where I want to grow and I know what I don't want to revisit. And I know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So when it comes to a relationship, Mm -hmm. because some of these people also remain friends, like we've, I've built some pretty nice friendships because of that. Not like, you know, like, you know, besties or anything but like there's yeah. love there's connection i'm here for you boo. like no matter what you know i don't tend to like i'm friends with all my exes upset even even the one that's not in my life you know the one th- that i just shared about like yeah again i'm not dismissing the love yeah I dismiss that's different yeah from hate you know what i mean and as long as that is still there it's not welcome in my energy field yeah, yeah. um but if if we're able to heal that then we'll be friends forever because to me it's like no better in my growth and when i go back to certain parts that aren't necessarily good for me like i i love having a best friend that got to know me at a personal level at the beginning of my dating life you know what i mean and like we've had a great friendship and brotherhood that grew from that um and I think a lot of it has to do also that I'm not an individual that looks forward to having a traditional, you know, equality, um, prove to the world that gay people could get married type of person. Right. Yeah. Is
0: that the cause? Then, I, you know, was, the cause? then you're not serving your
1: cause. <laughs> I love gay weddings. It's all fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, fun. it's beautiful. It's cute. It's just not my vibe. Um, super queer, super aware of what I want in life, super aware of um, what I like sexually, um, not ashamed of it. There's a whole other sexual side to Hector that sometimes people are like, well, how can he be such a spiritual person into yoga? And, oh my God, he went to LA and he had a lot of fun. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's I'm multidimensional. Um, so I think me personally, like when something doesn't work, I see what does. Um, and I move on and I honor that love and I honor that friendship. And if we were best friends, you know, and, and tight before we entered that part of like, okay, let's go and try this, see if it works or let's, let's see what we can do to make this happen. And it doesn't work. Then hold on to the love. Yeah, And then I've also learned that I have to be okay with the fact that maybe the person that I was dating might have different feelings and his healing process is going to be different than mine. So I have to be strong enough to understand that if I'm able to heal and show up in a more probably structured way or a way that might seem non-emotional, I have to understand that that person might be dealing with a different level of emotion when it came to what we created together. And I have to honor that and, give that person the space but also just send them love send them love because there's a part of them that really connected with me and I wasn't able to meet them there um so that's kind of like my dating life you know what I mean I think I think when people try to date me I think it's changing a little bit more I think this year I'm, I'm, I'm attracting more like my type of you know connection when it comes to like dating i feel like i'm vibing more with that because i feel like i'm i'm being more of myself um but i think i think one thing that really turns me off as a you know queer polyamorous you know queer guy is anything that in, in, infuses control Ooh.
0: you know, as, as i
1: embed <laughs> That's Different, baby. Tie me up. Do whatever the fuck you want.
0: Um, <laughs> it's a different control. You right?
1: know that I am an alpha in so many ways, so the <laughs> favor will be. Um,
0: you think you're giving control, but, but controlling you. But mm-hmm. in my life,
1: I'm the a lister of my life. I'm my own competition. I do what I want. I do where I go, where I want to go. I grow how I want to grow. If I need to be around people, I need to be around people. If I need to be a lone wolf and I need that that time, whether it's one day, 24 hours, two days, it doesn't matter. I need to know that I don't need to explain myself to any man to get that honor, you know? And I feel like I'm attracting intimate connections with certain guys in that realm over the last couple of months. And that feels good because it's like, oh, okay, that's, it works for me. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of people judge that too. A lot of people say, oh, because you're, you have a limiting belief about relationships.
0: Mm. Is it really and, limiting? And all this
1: and all that. But no, I've done my work. Right. You know, my, you know, one of the limiting beliefs that I, I you know, I heard as a child was you're always going to be alone <laughs> and no one's going to love you. Because you're so difficult, and you know, um, you know, you're you're never gonna have. You're gonna live by yourself. Well, I look at the different aspects. Yeah, you know, I live by myself, but I'm not alone. Right. You know, I and you love yourself, so that is
0: someone that loves you.
1: Yeah, you know, I love myself very much. I. I, I have friendships. I have connections. I, I have intimate connections. I think with all the people in my life, and that's including both of you, even in our realm, right? Like, yeah. I feel like I have, I'm creating value to provide to others. And I'm in this place of where it's a win-win situation where yeah. I'm, I, I'm not in competition. My competition is to show up for myself every day, yes. you know, and, and be the best me. That way, when I do Get to interact with others. It's like I grow, they grow, and and the world grows around us, and the people we love, you know, that we don't might not even know about each other, grow and evolve. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's just the way I see love. That's the way I. That's what. That's the way my soul and my human shell understands love at this point in my life. Love it. Love it. At this point, because they change. (laughs) It might not, but I don't care.
2: Amari. I know. I just want to say, I love the fact that my kids think that graham crackers are cookies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. But I'm so serious. Well, technically,
0: you think about it like a cookie. <laughs> if you... I
2: mean, is it though? But is it, but is it a cookie though? Is it a cracker? I thought it was just like a wheat cracker with a little bit of honey in it. <laughs> hey, i are conditioned to think it's a
0: graham cracker, but it really is a graham cookie. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> no, like I, I agree with you, and I, I like how you put it. That's really why we started this. But it's just like the self love factor because it, it really helps. I feel like we all have something to to pass on, and it shows just in this podcast. So that's really one thing to take take away from it like being aware of your energy knowing when to leave it 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 really ultimately boils down to self-love like you could love another person but you ultimately need to know how to love yourself more and when to put the love for yourself first and if it's not a situation where it impacts your safety like then ultimately you should feel that you have the freedom to walk away and put that self-love first. And even if it is right. a situation where it, it would impact your safety, you should feel like you can get help. Like I, I've seen all these videos of people like when they out with their partner going to like the dentist or to the vet and dropping something like, and it, it flat a note. Like there's so many different signals that you can do in bars and stuff like that. Like, whatever you feel like you have an opportunity if it's for your safety like get help but but don't ever feel like you're you're wrong for putting that self-love first mm-hmm. because that's that's ultimately what, what i feel like like i said what we came together for to yeah. do this for is because we're, we're wanting to talk about real topics and real just aspects from different views in our community and it all comes from self love. Like, we that's one thing that we've all had to come to a realization for at this point is our self love.
1: Yeah. And I think when we do that, right, like speaking the truth comes from love. You know, like in no shape, way, or form is there any kind of bitterness in regards to what I shared today. That's just how I feel. Yeah. And the love that I feel is making me move on because I have to continue to focus on sharing what I love sharing and know that people, organizations, situations, relationships, they're grow, we're all growing in our own individual way. And I could have empathy, but I don't have to own people's irresponsibility. Mm -hmm. I don't have to own people's bad behavior or behavior that's not uplifting. I -hmm. I don't have to own that because I have my own dark qualities that I have to work on, you know? And when that shows up, what helps me, it's like, all right, like what quality of God is trying to manifest in me or let's be real, what dark qualities trying to push out, you know? Because it's yeah. like, oof. Am I gonna how am I gonna slay this? You know, am I gonna slay you or am I gonna slay that energy that's coming through? I'd rather slay the energy. Because yeah. I don't have time for that here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's to me, that's when I cut that cord. This situation no longer has. I release the power that this situation had over me and I tap into my power. Yeah. Plain and that that cord is gone that individual that situation that organization whatever it may be is now left alone with their own energy to figure it out because sometimes guess what baby you just got to let them let them be they'll figure it
2: out yeah like
1: we have to figure it out sometimes
2: and that, that, that i'd say is completely true because when it comes to the whole letting them figure it out like i realize realized in some situations, like, cutting that cord isn't always necessarily an immediate thing. It, it's not necessarily an entirety thing, meaning that when I cut that cord, I it means I cut you out completely. Like, I, I can cut that cord in many different levels and, and still have some type of attachment. And I feel like that's one thing that, for me, and having that awareness of myself and then realizing where that energy stands with other people uh, like how to cut that cord in a way that you may not even realize it's being cut like there yeah. may be threads that are being cut that you don't even realize and it's being done not necessarily for a negative like a negative take it, it's done for your benefit like but it's like in cutting that and cutting the cords i realize like sometimes it', it you know how, like, like uh, for me, it's like, you have to be the the villain in other people's story. Like, uh-huh. I may be the hero of my own story, but I'm going to be the villain in other people's story. Like, yeah. I could be my own white knight, but if, to somebody else, I could be motherfucking maleficent. Uh-huh. So, but I feel like as long as I know what the benefit of cutting them cords are, because if if doing so makes you a better individual, makes you a more responsible individual, because like you said, Hector, now it it leaves them alone with that energy to actually to take it on and address it. But it's doing it with the mindset of like, this is something that you could face. Like, I'm not doing it because, oh, I feel like I just want to watch you fall on your face, or you're just going to feel It's like this is something that you need to face. And and in, in doing this, it shows you that you, you you not only need to face it, but you could have like you could have tackled this okay. and be well on in other in other aspects, but you gotta yeah. get that energy right. Uh-huh. Gotta
1: gotta sit down with yourselves.
0: Yeah, you do. Well, that was a very good little segment we had today on really in terms of letting go. I think we should I think as individuals, just a reminder, don't be, don't be scared to let go um because what's on the other side is waiting for you and can bless you and what we're holding on to we can't hold all these things in this plate. we have a plate we got to take one thing at a time so if we're trying to have this and try to have this and try to have this it's not going to work because we'll be overwhelmed and then we lose ourselves and that's the joy of letting go because there's something to be gained once you let go of something else so uh, so so yeah
1: Leave. Move forward and take action. Stay in action. Stay in action. And remember the love. Yeah. Send the love. Share the love.
0: Yeah. Any Amari? Anything else to add?
2: If you ever get you kids, get you kids that you can (laughs) return. I love them, but (laughs) how? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hi, okay, love you. (laughs) (laughs) But, but no, like I said, it's just know when it's so it's okay to separate yourself from energy, and know that separating yourself from energy isn't always a bad thing, like, especially if both parties can find the positive in it like it, it's coming from a place of love and separating yourself from energy isn't a bad thing walking away isn't a bad thing it's right it's just knowing like the seasons of things and, and relationships in your life like they, they yeah. come they go like times even if the situation is setting may change it may not change the entire relationship but mm-hmm. to have the fear and anxiety from taking that because it's like oh my goodness this is going to change things it it only does you a disservice, it does yourself a disservice, and that's where you get complacent, and you're just sitting there, Mm -hmm. and it's like, there, when you guys were talking about the two different sides of being comfortable, I was like, I was really feeling that, and I was like, that makes sense, and then for me, it's like, it's the two sides, and then it's also being mindful of like, am I on one of the two sides of being comfortable, or I'm just sitting complacent, and that's what I don't want to do. And that's the one thing I, I would say is just like, just be aware of where you're sitting at and do you see that movement? Because if you don't see any movement, like what type of comfortable are you in? And mm-hmm. are you comfortable? Are you complacent? Like really open up and analyze it.
1: Yeah. And I think to me, that's like, it's that complacency that deals to funky energy, stagnant energy. Yeah. Oh, I'm comfortable. No, you're not comfortable. You're stagnant.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You you become okay with something that you're not okay with, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. just going through the motions in life. And I mean, if that's what you want, again, it's to. your choice.
2: Yeah. I love you both. Uh, yeah, I love you y'all presence in my life. I love just Likewise. the discussion that we bring to the table every time we come together. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good vibes. Awesome vibes. I love you
0: love you too
1: love you both have a wonderful day be calm that's a good energy
0: bye and that completes today's Authentic episode on the Not Just Cafe podcast thank you so much for listening and don't forget it's not about how the world sees you it's about how you embrace your own world